This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Uh, Carl has uh, one of my favorite podcasts ever. Who are these podcasts? It's called run by a guy called Carl. I was on Who Are These Podcasts yesterday. It's a great yeah. show. Have you ever listened to it? I have not. Cuz. Cuzaroo. Cuzaroo. Slapperoonie. Who are these podcasts? They do a show about shows. I thought he was going to break down what it's all about for to turn new pe- people on to no, interesting podcasts. Just, yeah, he it, just mercilessly rips on people. It's hilarious. The show's hilarious. <laughs> it's showtime. W-A-T-P. W-A-T-P. I'm here too. Kaya, <laughs> uh, I, I believe it's your turn to do the intro. Right? The intro. I think it's your turn yeah, to do I'm, it. I, I mean, I think I'm just here to tell people how the ancient Egyptians couldn't have <laughs> constructed those pyramids all by themselves. <laughs> Hello, Bag Slappers and Cutsaroos, and welcome to another episode of Who Are These Podcasts, the only show that is in awe of YouTube celebrities. I'm your host, Carl. With me this week is Kaya from the official podcast. Hello. Thank you for having me. Thanks so much for coming on, buddy. Uh, if you'd like yeah, to support man. the show, please buy our merchandise. You can go to whoarethese.com and click the link to our We Have Merch page. You can discuss the show on our subreddit, Who Are These Podcasts. Leave us a voicemail, 585-612-1388. Email the show, show at gmail. We also encourage our listeners to give us a five-star review on iTunes, but then shit all over us in the comments section. I have some new reviews to discuss later in the show. But first, we'll be reviewing a podcast <laughs> called The H3 Podcast. This was a suggestion from Samurai Blues. Kaya and I have both listened to the show separately. We have not discussed it with each other beforehand. Let's get into it. These are hosts, Ethan and Illa Klein. They're a married couple. Hila, yeah. How do you pronounce it? Hila. Hila? As far as I know. I mean, you know, not, a, not an ardent fan myself, but... I didn't, hear, I didn't hear the H sound. I heard Illa whenever he was saying her name, which she's Israeli, and I don't, I, I don't know what the accent is. So it, I'll go with Hila. Yeah, okay. I, yeah, you don't hear much of her either by the way, yeah. which is interesting. She's, she's, I, I suppose the eye candy or, you know, the girlfriend <laughs> who hangs out the in eye, the studio, but the she doesn't do a whole lot of talking. When, what she does a lot of is laughing in the background over things that aren't funny or interesting. Did you, <laughs> did you pick up on that at all? Oh yeah. Hang on. Just go with my clip five. Okay. Called $400 well spent. Here we go. Uh-oh. Did you guys see that? Yeah, yeah. We should still watch it. You totally get it. And if yep. you're not signed in, you can't watch it. <laughs> um, um, I guess it would just be a little weird. Yeah. If you did. Okay. But, <laughs> but when someone will say like, uh, let's say, oh, you're going on tour. That's cool. You'll say, Bezlat Hashem. The reason we've been thinking about it is because I'm pregnant. So we've been wondering what we would do 
as far as Jewish. I didn't yeah. know it's extra. Because now we have to decide if we're going to do it. It's amazing. Wow, you pulled a you pulled a compilation yeah, of every that's... time she talks. That's it's not very yeah. often. It's it sounds like a long clip, but that's her entire contribution to a <laughs> podcast that's an hour and a half long. And you have to keep in mind the the microphones. These guys have a nicely set up studio. It they looks do. nice. Yep. Right? It's fancy. Those are four hundred dollar mics. That's that's not money well spent on this lady <laughs> just sitting there giggling every once in a while. That was the episode with Tenacious D. I could oh, uh, yeah. I could tell by what they were talking about on there, which yeah. is which is an interesting episode because Tenacious D are way past their prime. Oh, there's such it, they're such fucking douchebags. I have no <laughs> idea. The last time I saw anything of Jack Black was when he did some Spider-Man skits for the um, MTV Music Awards, okay. which I as a fucking 14-year-old loved. And all I know of him since then is that he had two songs in a movie that 14-year-olds loved about boners and such. And that's it. And now he's back with a Karl Marx beard. And I don't know if Kyle Gass, I think his name is, I don't know if he's even alive or if he's just propped up because during that episode, he just sat there with his arms crossed on his beer belly, not saying a single word. He talked less than uh, Hill, I think. It yeah, was all Jack so And the host, Ethan, I give him credit. He's trying to be nice. He's got Tenacious D on his show as the guest, and he's trying to talk up this new TV show they have or or webisode they have. And he's, did you check it out? I did. So he talks about the unique style of animation that this cartoon has, and he he says this. So you guys did everything on this, and it's a very unique style. You've got it's a cartoon, but it's what it's like one frame every ten seconds. So you guys kind of, which I find charming. It's not like I wouldn't consider it like it's it's just a style. And I think it's very charming. Was this some like a style that you guys chose for, or was it kind of a, an expedient thing? I like that he gives him the benefit of the doubt. He says, you guys have this cartoon where there's no animation. It's just yeah, still I, I frames of the, pictures. I clipped the exact same Did moment you? because it's Ethan just trying to dance around the word lazy. It's well, such a shitty art style, but of course he's not trying to burn bridges here. So, oh, it's, yeah, you know, it's charming. It's fucking terrible. It looks like... A five-second thing you would make in MS Paints. Yeah. It is, I think. I think so, because Jack Black said that he did all of the illustrations himself. And it's funny because here's here's Ethan saying, you know, I, obviously you guys picked that for a reason. You know, maybe you thought it was, it was better because you did that. And I'm thinking in my head, no, these guys just didn't have any money to get an animation done. And, of course, <laughs> that, that is the answer on this clip right here. Well, at first we were thinking this is we're just going to do a real rough version of what our fully animated show would be. <laughs> you know, we're, we were making our Rick and Morty, basically, yeah. <laughs> and uh, nobody wanted it on any of the networks. <clears throat> so then we were like, well, it's kind of a guys. piss, right? <laughs> I mean, we're going to just do it our way. And it was uh, just the cheapest way to do it. Right. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... Good on you, Jack Black, for being honest about it. But it was—it's pretty painfully obvious when you watch it. It's not good. It's not what the finished product should be. Oh, of course not. It's not the next Rick and Morty. It's him no. walking into a studio with this play. Okay, let me set this up first. His—he yeah. keeps rationalizing to himself why 
the studios just kept shooting him down and his his reasoning, I guess, is that it was just too edgy. You know, he's just, it's <laughs> Jack Black's comedy is too spicy for TV. So play my clip six, Pushing Boundaries. Uh, <laughs> South Park yeah. did this incredibly funny mm-hmm. musical comedy. Uh, if you get a chance to see it, it's probably playing near your town now. Mm-hmm. Uh, super raunchy, uh, politically incorrect uh, Broadway musical. And we were like, yeah, we, we want to party in that sphere. Mm. <laughs> He's comparing himself yeah. to the Book of Mormon, one yeah, of the, the most brilliant of Mor- <laughs> plays ever made. It's It was edgy 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Not anymore. Making fun of religious people isn't exactly this taboo topic anymore. And then it, <laughs> it goes on and on it, from there. Play clip nine, PP is edgy. This okay. is even worse. <laughs> Were you guys uncompromising on the penis and set, like, very graphic well, yeah. set shots? No, we, we presented what we wanted to put on the air. Mm-hmm. We yeah. weren't saying, hey, we want to do something like this. We were like, we want we want to do this. Raunchy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, no one wanted to go with us down that that uh, crazy uh, mm. path. Oh, so, so crazy. <laughs> yeah, he wants to be this bad boy so bad just but. Exiled by Hollywood, you know, just too hot for anyone to touch. But dicks, I, since when are penises now too, too raunchy? Every TV show is a dick, and that, it's. I'm pretty sure HBO has a quota. Yeah, that's all they do is show floppy wieners all over that dragon show they have. And mm-hmm. didn't the Simpsons movie show like a ten year old yeah. boy's penis animated? It's it's not that new. They all, every cartoon has to have a penis. Every movie has to have a penis. It's so, you know, the 14-year-olds who've yeah. never seen nudity before they get hooked. And also the older ladies who want to feel like they're watching something classy if it's Game of Thrones. They also want to see it. But it's not edgy. It's not this. That's not why you got turned down, Jack Black, you fat fuck. I know this is turning into a <laughs> delicious D-Rose. I know. That's what we're supposed to be talking about H3H3 and we're just talking about. <laughs> well, while we're on this rant, though, he compares himself to Floyd of the Concords, who are oh. brilliant. And this kind of rubbed me the wrong way when he said uh, the, the difference between uh, the, the two groups. But we do, no, we do, we do love the Concords. Yeah, um, I love their show. It's though. like they're a, a, a subtler, cuter, younger. Yeah, very cute. <laughs> but you guys are adorable, by the way, can I say? You know what word he forgot there was funnier? He forgot that they're yeah. a funnier show than Tenacious I mean, we're going to talk about him comparing himself to things. At the very end of that episode, he goes on this political rant, which I don't want to get into because it's just this generic, unimaginative, you know, Trump is literally Hitler. He's ushering in the yes. new world war, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Just, okay, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Whatever, dude. But then he said something that really pissed me off, which is my clip 18. And he compares himself to the classics. Great movies, in, in our opinion are the post-apocalyptic mm. science fiction masterpieces. Mm-hmm. Road Warrior. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 Terminator. Mm-hmm. Wizard of Oz. <laughs> These are the movies, I think we can all agree, objectively are the best movies ever made. Absolutely. And they are warnings. They are like, look out for the right. future. And we wanted, to, we wanted to jump into that sphere because not, not only because we love those movies, but also because it seemed like what the world needs now. Oof. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. What the world needs now is just another fat has been with his orange man bad take. The Wizard of Oz. Yeah, you're not Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, you asshole. That one frame per minute cartoon that he's making, that slideshow. Come it is, on. It's a PowerPoint cartoon is what he's put together for us. He tries to play it off, too, as a, like, oh, you know, yeah, I'm a little narcissistic because Trump is narcissistic, and so we're all a little, little narcissistic. That's not how it works. You're still a narcissist. Even if you're doing it ironically, you're still a douchebag. Yeah, he he fell for that question really poorly when Ethan said, you know, you have this movie that's taking place in, in the apocalypse or it's post-apocalyptic. Is that because of what's going on in the world right now? And Jack Black, of course, falls for that. Yeah, man, everything's crazy. Our president is spewing hate. Like, he just made a silly cartoon that's not very funny. Let's not pretend that there's political ramifications. <laughs> that, you know what I mean? What is he, running for president now? You're Jack Black. Come on. I mean, just, you can imagine him having walked into a studio with that idea, and they, I guess they must have just told him, listen... Even your stupid propaganda still needs a plot to hold it together. You can't just push this out. This is North Korea. Like we, we need a pretense at the very, very least. So, so did you watch yeah, the Tenacious D episode or any others too? I did. I, I checked out uh, episode eighty-four with Bill Burr, which is a famous one for them. And then I checked. Oh, yeah. I checked out episode ninety-five because I wanted to hear what a show was like without a guest to mm. hear what their banter was. How about you? Yeah, I checked out the Bilber one too for a little bit and also a solo guestless episode. So you always like to play clips that summarize the show. Yeah, let's and do it. Mine, yeah, mine would be clip one, drama. What have people been saying about me recently? Okay. <clears throat> that I'm a hypocrite, that I prioritize money over everything else, that I've thrown friends under the bus, that I'm ignorant and poorly informed and spread misinformation, that I'm arrogant, that I cannot handle criticism, and that I've used people, just to name a couple of the reoccurring themes. I'm sure there's so much more you could say about me. Um, and let me just say this, okay, for the record, that I am guilty of all of those things. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> See, to understand this show, you have to understand the youtube ecosystem where fan bases are they get this fan boss syndrome where all everything you do is wrong and you have to apologize every single week and ethan is one of those hosts who gets some of the worst shit i don't know if you've checked out their subreddits and some of the videos on youtube people do about them it's like retards doing two and a half hour documentaries exposes on ethan Analyzing every little handshake, every little eyebrow movement to make him out to be a psychopath. There's people on his subreddit writing these five-page-long essays outlining exactly how he should apologize and for what and what he needs to do. Otherwise, he's a psychopath. It's this insane thing. Let's take a step back real quick and explain yeah. who uh, these people are. So Ethan Klein mm. is a YouTube celebrity, uh, H3H3 Productions. Mm -hmm. is and correct me if i'm wrong because i just learned about this stuff yesterday all right so i'm just getting up to speed on this but this is a youtube celebrity who does something that's very similar to what watp does he takes other youtube shows pulls clips from them and then makes fun of how shitty they are yeah basically basically 
And I, I went and I watched a few of his more recent ones. I watched him make fun of Jake Paul and his mystery box video, which was the one that he put out recently. And it's, it's good. I, I enjoyed it. I thought that his, his YouTube channel and what they were doing, it, it's scripted, it's produced, it's edited. I thought it was pretty well done. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> admittedly, I'm not a viewer. But yeah, from what I've seen, it is. But there's just so much drama that it's always been going on. It's like we've always been at war with Ethan Klein type of propaganda almost in his own subreddits where he's not welcome in the least somehow. It, it's, it's bizarre. This... <laughs> it, well, the sad thing is you can tell that he's actually trying. He's just he want he clearly just wants to make a podcast on his own because he was good in the Tenacious D episode. But he has this entire listenership i don't want to call them fans because it seems like half of them are fans and half of them are just hate watching him yeah and hopes to get under his skin with these long ass posts about how he's a psychopath and that bill burr episode just gave them all of the fodder they ever needed yeah let's talk about that because it's been brought up that the bill burr episode is controversial that it was very awkward so i listened to it and knowing that ahead of time, I didn't think it was that bad because yeah. I, I had these expectations like, oh, Bill Burr's going to walk off the show. It's going to be this crazy clusterfuck. It wasn't that bad. So I pulled the clips that I pulled. And I'll play those for you. But then mm-hmm. after the fact, I realized that there's all these YouTube videos about how <laughs> shitty that Bill Burr video was. Oh, yeah. And these videos <laughs> have hundreds of thousands of views. People talking about talking to Bill Burr. Yeah. it's crazy <laughs> that's what yeah it spawned a whole cottage industry of people just <laughs> shitting on ethan yes on that fucking episode so let me let me explain to you real quick how the like real life celebrities interact with the youtube losers like yeah, us. <laughs> yeah i'd like that, to know this since since youtube is so <laughs> big now i guess the big celebrities the real life celebrities like bill burr uh, you know, tenacious if you want to call them celebrities still. <laughs> Their managers basically tell them, listen, you got to promote your nonsense here on this show. And, you know, this is what the kids watch these days. They play Fortnite and they watch podcasts on YouTube. Yep. You may not like it, but you got to do it. And then sometimes they show it the respect it deserves, like Bill Burr, who shows up in a studio. And sometimes they don't show it the respect it deserves. So they just phone in on a literal toy phone while they walk their dogs. But... <laughs> That's the that's the thing. You have these industry titans, professionals versus somebody who just used to do videos in his uh, bedroom, right? There's this discrepancy in experience and professionalism. No matter how much they try, it's not. This isn't Anderson Cooper uh, in front of these guys. It's just some YouTuber. And I, I remember you gave us shit because we <laughs> fucked up. Yeah, we did. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Listening back to that, listening back to you guys talking about that, I, I agree with you now. Oh, wow. Just to say. Well, he's, co- I mean, he's come around. All right. Well, not come around. It's just more of an admitting, yeah. admitting it. Yeah. <laughs> it's just that you kind of sort of suck at it. But I think you have to keep in mind that somebody like Bill Burr, he's such a professional. He doesn't give a shit if, even if you do fuck up that badly. No, Everybody's Bill- making this out to be like, oh, Bill Burr, he hated it. He wanted to kill himself. He wanted to run away. But I no. promise you, Bill Burr, after walking out of that set, he, he probably doesn't even remember he even did that show. Yeah, I, I think he was fine. There were there were times, actually, I might as well play a clip, this awkward ending that he does, where 
Ethan's like beating himself up, and Bill Burr's like, it, it was, it's fine, dude, whatever. Yeah, and I'm happy, you know, <laughs> I mean, it sucked that my team lost to him, but I was really happy for them that they finally got a Super Bowl. Up. <laughs> well, I love that moment. I love everything you do. The great, great. This is how you turn it around. This is how you turn it around. <laughs> uh, where I made I'll... you uncomfortable. Now you fucking sit here and compliment me. <laughs> I almost made it through without making an ass of myself. I got so close. Yeah, that, that's where it shows. He's, he's not a professional interviewer. I want to go yeah. back real quick to when you were talking about these guys who come on the show. Because I remember, was it, um, who, who's the country singer that you guys interviewed who does like the raunchy country songs? Um, uh, Wheeler Walker. We, yeah, Wheeler Walker Jr. Who's yeah. a nice guy, by the way. Yeah, yeah, I, I, he is a nice. I've heard him on other <laughs> shows, but I just thought it was really insulting when he comes on your guys' show and he says, "Yeah, you know, uh, people are listening to podcasts now, so what the hell? I'll, I'll do your show." <laughs> it showed zero respect for you. And <laughs> Jack Black actually explains why he's on this show. And it was actually my son, Sammy, who turned me on to your show. Oh, he was thank like, you. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> loves oh, loves bless the H3H3. Oh, That's what a sweetheart. Yeah. There you go. How old is he? He's 12. Yep. <laughs> That's, that's the kicker right there. Yeah, it's a good thing my son's a huge fan of yours. Oh, okay, cool. How old is he? He's 12. All right. Sounds about right. That's a good catch. I didn't catch the age there. But yeah, it's apparently his son is now setting up a YouTube page for him too. For Jack Black. Yeah. He's going to be a gamer now. Wonderful. That's that's all we needed now. Um, I have a feeling that that's not going to do very well. Uh, it could. It's Jack Black. <laughs> No, I mean, dude, that guy is way past his prime on this at this point. You you say that, but his PowerPoint show has <laughs> millions of views. Does it? Yeah, I thought it was a, I thought it was a hundred thousand. Oh, okay. I, I went to see the the full length thing, and it was like a hundred thousand. All right, let's wow. let's talk about how Ethan is not the best at interviewing, and I don't interview people for a living, and and I know that Kaya, you've said. Oh, you act like it's so easy. It's, it's very difficult. I'm going to point something out, though. You got to do your prep work. You got to know if you're going to ask questions, yeah. at least know the question you're asking is correct to begin with. This is him asking <clears throat> Bill Burr about the new movie that's coming out that Bill stars in. And he gets his character completely wrong. I saw from the trailers, not that much information, but you seem to be playing a very sincere detective. Do I, do I understand no. that role? <laughs> I, I'm playing a reporter. Oh, you're a reporter. Uh, okay, so uh, you're who works for the Miami one of the good Herald, guys who mysteriously still possesses my Boston accent. All right, so that's uh, fail number one. He doesn't even know what character the guy's playing. And then when he's talking to Jack Black, he they're talking about Judaism and the fact that Jack Black is a Jew, just like they are. Oh my God! Yeah, they they wouldn't <laughs> shut up. It, I know. It, it was a thirty-minute segment. <laughs> I didn't even pull any clips from it. It was Ethan, so boring. Ethan, I clip like if you look at my clip names, half of my clips are him talking about Jews because he wouldn't shut up about it. I know. Every well, topic came back to Judaism somehow. For well, this some is, reason, this is him asking uh, Jack Black about his uh, being born a Jew and getting it completely wrong. But you, your father. <laughs> Was born a Jew. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Didn't get that one right. And then uh, the last one I want to play is just Ethan getting it wrong once again. This is talking about Tenacious D's cartoon. Well, there was a scene where you guys cut off Donald Trump Jr.'s penis. No, him. not true. 
Or no, you're right. It was uh... a... <laughs> I mean, that's mm. where I say, I understand you're nervous. You're talking to David Cross or whoever you might be talking to. And it's very exciting. But just do your homework. Just show up knowing the questions that you're going to ask and making sure they're uh, accurate. I mean, I kind of feel for him because he can tell he tried to watch that drivel. <laughs> That's and true. Clearly, he just he couldn't give a less of a fuck. But he he's tried to find something fun about this. it. Yeah, you're right. I mean, what, what's he supposed to do? Like, could you watch all of that? Yeah, oh, get just put it. Just make a comic book, Jack Black. Then just wouldn't that be easier? Just make a few panels, make it a web comic, so I can just watch your entire show within two images. It's so bad. It would be much easier. I don't want to skip the Jew thing too quickly okay, yeah, because it was this it. weird. It was boring because he keeps asking everybody in the room. Oh, he goes to Kyle at some point. He goes, All right, "What about you? Are you a Jew? Are you a Jew? Well, he is a Jew. Well, I grew up in Israel, but it just keeps coming back to Jew, 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 and you're just sitting there thinking, "Who gives a fuck?" So this is a quick compilation of like just a summary of it. Is clip three? All right. And I was living in Israel at the time. Do you know any other uh, Hebrew prayers? A lot of us were surprised to learn that you're Jewish. I don't know why. Yeah. But that came as a surprise to a lot of us. But you, your father, was born a Jew. No. Oh, my no, father was. It? My father was born Protestant. Right. My mother was born a Jew. But <laughs> since you've had kids, I've heard that you've returned to synagogue. Usually, I find that it's the male. Or the female that uh, converts to Judaism, but your dad converted to Judaism, right? Yeah, I find that fascinating. Purebred, beautiful paper oh Jew. Yeah. What? What? Ka what male, female Jew? What is this? A fucking Nazi documentary? <laughs> <laughs> I I have to tell you, Kai. I I love the fact that you get this show. You went in, you picked up on something. I I was listening to this too. I couldn't clip it because it was so boring. But I love that you put together a compilation. This conversation, like you said, was most of the show. He was so fascinated by the fact that Jack Black is Jewish, that this was all they were talking about. And then they were talking oh. in Hebrew, and yeah. Hillel was trying to explain Hebrew words to them. I mean, that's that's okay. That can be like endearing Hila trying to explain words with her accent and them singing together. That's sweet, but it... it came to this point where the topic would change and then out of nowhere Ethan would go yeah so do you like Israel <laughs> if you if you want a compilation I also clipped every single time they just said Jew so play O2 okay. uh, clip two and I was living in Israel at the time do you know any other uh, Hebrew prayers Jew being of the Jews and you're Jewish a Jew born a Jew full Jew yes. according to the Jews I am Judaism but your dad converted to Judaism right he was into Judaism practicing uh. Jew Jew Judaism <laughs> Jews Jews Jew 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 I had to. Somehow that got entertaining all of a sudden. What happened there? What, what did I miss? <laughs> yeah, I didn't sound anything like the H3 podcast. I was, I was having fun for a second. Yeah, this doesn't help my reputation as an alt-right guy. I do want to talk about the other thing that they, he loves to talk about, this Ethan guy. Beside Judaism and being a Jew is... <laughs> I, know, I picked up on this in both the Bill Burr episode and the Tenacious D he asked people if they watch YouTube. Thank you. Now, you guys, do you guys watch YouTube? Uh, Incessantly. I know. 
Oh, really? I do. Could you what get do you like? closer well, to the mic? Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> he did the same thing with Bill Burr. Do you watch YouTube? Which is a weird question. I think he's trying mm. to lead them to talking about himself. Like, I'm a huge YouTube personality. Do you know about my channel? Have you seen my... Because these guys who are older guys go, yeah, 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 I watch YouTube. I, I like the documentaries. I'll, I'll watch a guy show me how to play a guitar lick. They're not watching him mm. and his goofball antics on YouTube, but he wants them to be so badly. I, if I had to guess, I would say that it's because he has to reference the ecosystem that he's coming out of at the end of the day. Because, at, you know, remember, most of his fans are the people who can't, you know, met him on YouTube, found right. him on YouTube. And you can't just talk about tenacious d only you have to bring up youtube and all the wacky fortnite gamers on youtube so your viewers stay engaged and is that know, okay, is that the is reason that youtube show that makes sense yeah let's let's talk about youtube for a little while jack black's like i'm 53 years old why are we <laughs> why are we talking about youtube yeah kyle looks like father time yeah. <laughs> withering away but you know you know what's even more fun than talking about youtube carl what's that is watching youtube on a podcast holy shit tell me you have oh. that because i have that too oh fuck yeah play okay. my clip 13. okay kelsey grammar falls off stage true it's a small world pretending i was a u.n interpreter <laughs> oh god <laughs> i i think i'm wow that's really really bad There you have it. Wow. You want to see that one more time? That's yeah, a, that's a that podcast. One more time, Carl? Yeah, that, that's going to be amazing. <laughs> it's just fucking white noise in yeah, the background. And people are watching is. a video. Thanks. It's just a bunch of wind tunnel noise on a podcast. <laughs> Riveting. Thank you. Yeah. We didn't see it the first time, Ethan. I know. I, I see you have another more YouTube BS. Let me just pop in real quick. Yeah. Because in the, the episode that I listened to that didn't have a guest on it, they decided, and I, I get it. This is also a YouTube show. They do this. Is it a live YouTube show? They reference the fact that they can't edit it, I think, a few times. Yeah, they stream it on uh, Twitch. It. Okay. So it's a, it's a show on Twitch that becomes a podcast. I mean, it's called a podcast. You'd, you'd think it would be yeah. good for it's, listening it's to. It's the Joe Rogan format streamed life and then there is an audio version which you know joe rogan does the same bullshit where he watches a video yes it's so obnoxious then... so this is this is an example of them this is on they were recording on black friday and they're like let's watch this black friday video listen to how riveting this is as a podcast <laughs> let's start in the united states and see what black friday is like there this one i couldn't tell if it was from this year because they're so uh Again, people are so... Starting pretty calm. Misleading about it. Huh? Exactly. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah, it, it heats up. Doesn't it look like a nightmare? Well, it just blows my mind. Imagine waking up at 3 a.m. to... Well, that's retarded. What are we listening? Why would we want to listen to this? Yeah, just you can I mean I can imagine it, but it just sounds like a playground. What what right. I don't want to watch this. I hate this <laughs> shit where a medium has to step out of what it's supposed to be. Same way I hate reading in movies. Yes. Like a scrolling text. <laughs> Fuck off with this shit. It's a movie. Just show it. You're just talking show about it to me. You're talking Forget about Star Wars right now? 
No, not well. I mean, that's. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. No, I'm gonna get hate. <laughs> Kaya hates Star Wars. Everybody. I I, I, I I couldn't care less. I know. <laughs> Uh, anything else you want to talk about with them watching videos on their podcast? Uh, no, just quickly, this this silly clip I have is uh, clip eight. Okay. Play that real quick. If you fuck a robot sex doll, is it cheating? No, see, that, that kind of riled me up because <laughs> okay. if you're fucking a robot sex doll, you don't have anybody to cheat on. That's probably. a good point. I didn't even think of that angle. No okay. one's ever cheated on their uh, significant other with a robot sex doll. That yeah, is for let me lonely just people. Ditch this warm, loving, sexy human being that somehow <laughs> isn't gratifying enough, and let me fuck this doll that was printed somewhere in a Chinese province. <laughs> I want to talk about. They start off on their Thanksgiving special episode on Black Friday, episode number ninety-five, and this is the first episode I listened to. And I know that, that this is a big show. I know they get big guests. I didn't do the research on why they're big or famous or anything like that. So right out of the gate, I start listening to this and I'm expecting them to have hot takes or provocative conversations, maybe controversial thoughts and opinions. This is a track that I call hot take. I don't like the Thanksgiving food. You know what? Can I make a confession? I don't like turkey. It's the most boring yeah. meat imaginable. And it's like the. Alright, so he doesn't like turkey. That's his hot mm. take. And then it gets even crazier. Watch out for this, Kaya. I hope, a trigger warning. I hope you're not offended by this. It's just not, it's not a word <laughs> of the bird. And then you eat it with the cranberry? Cranberry? What? Uh, what? I know there's people at home who are like, no! <laughs> yeah. I know. It's a very polarizing thing. Yeah. I don't like stuffing. I don't like cranberry. I don't like turkey. Who gives a shit? Who gives a fuck? That is not a polarizing thing, saying you don't like cranberry sauce or stuffing. Who could possibly give a shit about this? It goes on and on to the point where they start talking about pie. No, I mean, some people like it. We're also not fans of the pies. So there was a bunch of pumpkin pie. And I don't, again, you know, ugh, I don't want to offend too many people here. I know. I'm going to start a whole <laughs> new wave of uh, people are gonna be like, I was a fan until thing. now. Yeah. But I don't like pumpkin pie. Wow. Yeah. Ed edgy stuff, man. I don't even know. No wonder they're getting so much shit on the subreddit. This guy doesn't like pumpkin pie. I'll be writing him a 15-paragraph <laughs> article. Gives a shit. I, I mean, yeah, if you lower the bar that much to where you have on uh, Tenacious D to talk about how having dicks <laughs> on a show is so edgy and raunchy, then this is your, you know, risque material. I, I found this so endlessly boring. And then he has sponsors on the show, and he goes in and uh, does his reads. I think they cut to commercials, so it's not like he's doing a live read. I just wanted to pull this yeah. clip. This is from the Tenacious D episode, and he's talking about one of the sponsors. I just thought this was a little bit over the top. You pop it in your phone, you're good to go. These guys, I love it so much. I love this product. The, uh, Internet has gotten way too expensive. I We need a company like this to come disrupt. That's why I love Mint Mobile. Give him a shot, guys. He loves Mint Mobile, according to his read just now. I've never <laughs> even market. heard of Mint Mobile. Is that is that really a fucking company? Are, are they scamming me? What's going on? 
No, they're real. Nobody <laughs> loves Mint Mobile. The fuck okay, you talking you're in, about? No, go, you're in marketing. Cut him some slack. You know how this works. You I need do. A, they do the personal endorsement shit where you have to say, oh, yeah, I totally love this pair of whatever, this service that delivers bananas to my door. But there's a way to do it that you, is believable, and then there's that way to do it. Dick used to talk about Maddox <laughs> with this shit. Maddox would be like, this mattress is the greatest thing that's ever happened to humanity. Like, all right, calm it down. It's a mattress that comes in a box. It's it's fine. Like, people will order it. You don't have to – you're overselling it. I fucking love Mint Mobile. My life was goddamn shit. And then Mint Mobile came out with $20 a month, unlimited data. Like, who gives a shit? <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, at least all of the advertising is bunched together so you can easily skip it. That's true. That's I, a nice little thing. I do appreciate that. The, then Ethan, so they're talking about Thanksgiving. And it's just Ethan and Hilla having these this really mundane, boring conversation. This is early on in the show. Ethan decides he's going to try a bit. And this is a little bit of a longer clip, but but hang in there because you hear the entire birth and death of a bit that Ethan tries to do that he fails miserably at. Like, do a little bit of show prep. He had nothing for this. You know, we never said thanks at dinner. That's true. <coughs> Should we do it now? No. <laughs> All right, I'm going to pause it real quick. Do you hear how much fucking noise is going on? They're, like, moving their mics around. They're breathing into the mic. You, like you were talking about, they have nice equipment. What the fuck are they doing? It sounds like shit. All right, back to the cliff. Could be exciting. <laughs> What am I thankful for? What am I truly thankful for? Well, clearly you. Um. Clearly I'm thankful for you. <laughs> if everything good in my life was a result of. Um, I'm thankful for, oh, this is so awkward. Yeah, I, that's you why I didn't want to do, do it. <laughs> but it's great too, isn't no, it? No. Not good content. I have Black Friday deals that you might be thankful for. Oh, he was trying to segue out of this. <laughs> um okay let's do that this is where they really <laughs> need editing god i don't want to be mean to this woman who's just this innocuous lady sitting there i guess watching her boyfriend's podcast but she has the <laughs> charisma of a doorstop i have the exact same note out here she is zero she's the opposite of charisma she sucks the charisma out of the room yeah. She, this so yeah. this is the bit that she's trying to get to. She does her own her own bit now on those other podcasts where they're interviewing celebrities. She doesn't talk at all, but this episode she's the co-host, so she has to come with some some cool fun bits and come up with something. She's got this uh, this Black Friday bit and listen to this teaser. This might be the worst teaser in the history of shows. Hila has put together Black Friday deals that nobody wants. And there's some hilarious stuff on here. Like the Dollar Tree. <laughs> Everything's $1 today only. And so much more. Wow, you hear that? Wow, yeah. I okay. hope people aren't That's... turning off WATP to go listen to episode 95. Because like, whoa, what is that? I got to hear what, what's going to happen in this bit. No, oh, that no. I immediately recognize that giggle. That's the I'm trying to flatter my girlfriend in front of other people so yes. she'll, you know, give me head later. Giggle, you know that. Oh, oh poor that Ethan. is uncomfortable. Well, this is this next clip is the actual bit, and this goes on for a while. This is how hilarious this is. Genuine leather, mm, 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 and with a stand. 
I guess it's on sale, but we don't know for how much, so hurry while supplies last. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this is exciting. There's no laughs! <laughs> None! If you have to say that this is exciting, it's definitely not exciting. I don't want to. I don't want to rip on on Ella too much either. Her laugh is boner repellent. I just have this tiny little ISO of her laughing. It's the least attractive laugh of any girl ever. <laughs> I can picture her pushing up her glasses as she's laughing like that. So I put together. Oh, no, no, we're just being mean. I know. I know. I, I put together a quick compilation. This is her adding nothing to the show. It's just a couple quick clips here. <laughs> Listen to what she adds to the show. She just agrees with whatever was just said over and over again. But we did it. We came in. We did it. And first of all, animals cannot consent. Mm-hmm. You know, we never said thanks at dinner. <laughs> That's true. I guess it's on sale, but we don't know for how much. So hurry while supplies <laughs> last. Exactly. Did he say you got blood on your That's face? That's what I was thinking, too. <laughs> Dynamite drop-in money at broadcast school has really paid off. She's like, <laughs> she nothing. sounds lobotomized. <laughs> Talk about adding nothing to the show. <laughs> and it's not like Ethan doesn't need a co-host. He could really use a co-host with some charisma. He would help him out a ton. Yeah, literally anybody else. <laughs> oh. I'm going to keep, uh, I, I know I've been taking over. I'm going to keep steering through this episode 95 because there's a couple more things that I want to talk about. They're, they're talking, the, the, one of the big stories on the show is there's this guy who is 69 years old and he wants to legally change his age to 49, mm. right? And this, is, this was a big news story. A lot of podcasts talk about this. So the guy's 69 years old. So, of course, Hill has got a hilarious joke for this. 69. 69, that's right. Here we have it. Here, here's got a little video about it. This guy's a legend, man. He's just trying to fuck. <laughs> He's like, dude, nobody wants to fuck a 69-year-old. But my dick, I got a 49-year-old dick. But my... you're still 69. We can 69, but I'm 49. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I agree with what you were saying before. There's Ethan trying to save it. It's like that sad thing where, where you don't want the person to be embarrassed, where he should have just been like, no. Yeah, no, it just, at some point you have to realize that your girlfriend isn't the right conversational duo for every situation. <laughs> uh, this is, I, I got to tell you, this Ethan guy is a uh, master debater. He brings up this argument that nobody is talking about and then debates it with nobody. And this is, <laughs> this is, they're, they're talking about, I don't even know what they're talking about, gay marriage or something. Well, people have been making these arguments for so long. People have been saying it about homosexuality first. They say, oh, if two dudes can fuck each other or marry each other, then, wh what, then when can we start marrying animals? Yeah, that's and well, it's, it's just so weak. It's so lame. Like, anim first of all, animals cannot consent. Mm-hmm. So he goes in and he starts explaining why that's a shitty argument. You don't have to. Nobody is making that argument. Nobody brought that up except for you. Just a little mm-hmm on the side there. <laughs> uh, once again, always adding so much to the show. <laughs> Holy shit. 
Uh, yeah, got, you know, defending gay marriage is the hill you still have to die on in 2018. Right. There's just so much pushback against that. The, mm. as, as we know, the most powerful political party out there, one of the most forceful forces is the Westboro Baptist Church still. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Who, who are they arguing with? What percentage of the population is equating gay people with having sex with animals? There's, there's nobody who's doing that. Oh, but I'll be able to stand up to those fucks. Yeah, okay, good. Good job. Good argument, dummy. And he uh, also doesn't like pie. And, and he hates pie. And do you know who Jamie Lee Curtis is, Kaya? Yeah. Okay, she, she's a, uh, a movie star, very famous in the 80s, and uh, dummy thinks this about her. Correct me if I'm wrong, Dan, but wasn't Jamie Lee Curtis born with both a vagina and a penis? What? I uh, swear, I swear, look <laughs> it up. Uh-oh, retard alert! <laughs> retard alert, class! Yeah, that's, um, just not the case. No, that sounds like he just read a, some fan fiction on the internet <laughs> and believed it. Maybe he saw a Tenacious D uh, still frame cartoon mm. that had a penis. Uh, Holy shit, God, that was so bad. <laughs> the more you bring it up, it's just... I was watching one of your past episodes where you were reviewing as I was on the goddamn plane. I listened to the to an episode. I think it was like 27 or so. Uh-huh. A some time traveling chick with terrible sound effects on her podcast. And even that woman was doing a better job than Tenacious <laughs> D on their show. It's amazing. All right. Here, let's get into the Bill Burr thing. And I know that this <laughs> people have already <laughs> talked about this. I don't want to go too much into it, but. It starts off with Bill's talking about, he's got a two-year-old daughter. And he's explaining that he wants to teach his daughter some self-defense, some martial arts. And this is just not a good thing to say to a guy who's got a two-year-old daughter. See, that's part of, I feel like that's a new thing. You're already worried about your daughter being sexually assaulted, you know. How is your daughter? (laughs) I don't think that is. I think that's you you projecting your OCD on me. Mm. Mm. It's a yeah. weird thing to say to a guest. <laughs> yeah, that, <laughs> yeah, that episode is just chock full of these things. Play uh, my clip nineteen, which is the. I set this up, but I I I feel like everyone must have already seen this clip, is because this is the peak cringe that people keep circulating on the internet for why Ethan embarrassed himself in front of Bill Burr. I would assume that most people who listen to WTP have no idea who H3 is. But... Yeah, but they might know who Bill Burr is in him. For sure, yeah. All right, here's yeah. the clip. Oh, it like broke my heart. <laughs> and I was funny. proud that she said three words and she totally communicated like... Right. That's so cute. Yeah. Oh, it seems like you're in love with your daughter hearing you talk about her on the podcast. Jesus Christ, well, you're pretty perceptive. You take a care about well, your own I, child. Listen, more than that. Yeah, that, that is... Total garbage. The thing that I was thinking about as I'm listening to him interview Bill Burr, who's a great guest, a great comedian, can roll with the punches, should be a pretty easy interview. Because you can just get on a, a roll on any topic and Bill Burr will have funny things to say about it. Ethan is famous for putting together these produced video clips where he makes fun of other videos. And now for some reason, he's interviewing celebrities. It's a, there's a disconnect there, and it reminded me of an old Mitch Hedberg bit that I, I'm going to play for you because I think that this is spot on with what's happening. When I was stand-up comedian, I got into comedy to do comedy, which is weird, I know. 
But when you're in Hollywood and you're a comedian, everybody wants you to do other things besides comedy. They say, all right, you're a stand-up comedian. Can you act? Can you write? Write us a script. They want me to do things that's related to comedy, but not comedy. That's not fair. It's as though if I was a cook and I worked my ass off to become a good cook. They said, all right, you're a cook. Can you farm? That's all I could think about when I'm listening to this guy knock it out of his own way, trying to interview Bill Burr. Bill's talking about how his dad was a dentist. And, okay, you might have experiences with dentists. You might have something that you can add to that story. This is what you don't want to talk about. Dentist suicide rates. <laughs> what What is this? You've probably heard this a lot, that people say that dentists are like high rate of suicide. What is? Is there something to that? Have you heard that? Uh, yeah, I think everybody heard that growing up, but I never knew it's one. So that, no, maybe never it's not knew, even true. I've never known one that killed himself. So, yeah. <laughs> Did you, well, it sounds like it was stressful, but not suicidal. Yeah. <laughs> How do you react to that? <laughs> His dad was a dentist. So your dad, so wait, your dad didn't kill himself? Right. Uh, <laughs> it sounds like your dad is still alive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the fuck kind of interview is that? What was he hoping would happen there? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, it, it's like you said. It's when you get too big on YouTube, you suddenly find yourself in circles that you don't know how to move in. Right. That's exactly you what's happening to this guy. The um the other funny thing is that they're they're huge fanboys of Bill Burr, and they're talking about this famous Sherry's Berries read that Bill Burr did, where he kind of loses it, and this is circulated. It's become a viral video. Hilla needs to say something so badly in the setup to them playing this video. And again, it's just her adding nothing. Cherry's berries. They get me. It's, we, we and I don't know what happened. I think somebody new came in or maybe somebody uh, saw Black Klansman, hmm. the, the original cut of it. Right. You know, before it came out now. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> I don't uh, know what happened. What do you love? Or maybe I'm I was going to say, we listened to it so many times. It's like one of our... Well, oh, thank you. I love it. <laughs> She had to interrupt this conversation with saying, I was going to say we've listened to that a lot of times. Great. Yeah, it's just, she's like Thanks. a little retarded child. Like, I feel bad for making fun of her. I know. Because she's so, she's innocently annoying. Yes. Right? She's not like a little screaming child. She's just this little nuisance that you want to hug sometimes because it's almost endearing how worthless she is. <laughs> She's just so boring. She adds nothing to the show. She actually detracts from the show. But this is a big show. So people hear this and they think, oh, I could be on a podcast. I'm going to start a podcast. And that's why there's 300,000 shitty podcasts out there. Because shows like this become big. And you got this fucking terrible non-talent on there. Making no sense. Adding nothing to the show. And then we end up with, you know, uh, this could get awkward. And all these other fucking shows that we have to look. Uh, endure and, and push through because everyone thinks they can do this. <laughs> speaking, speaking of this could get awkward. I, I just want to point this out real quick. Did you happen to hear our, our episode last week with that show? I, I think so. Okay. I, I didn't think it was a great episode. People seem to really like it. And I actually had this guy pretzel King give me a heads up on something that happened in episode 30. I, I don't know if people are going and listening to this show. They're hate listening to it now. But he gave me a heads up, so I wanted to pull a quick clip because I found this to be uh, pretty hilarious. 
Thanks. It just occurred to me that as this episode uh, will air, it'll be just a few days after marijuana uh, legalization in Canada. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh, your air horn sound is so good. Oh, thank you. Like, honestly, I wouldn't, (laughs) I would have actually thought that that was the legit sound effect. Do it again. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) That was good. That was the most Canadian thing I've ever heard in my life. All of a sudden, Ethan's podcast looks stellar. (laughs) I just want to pull an ice over the very end of that. They're laughing so hard at their stupid sound effect that their breathing becomes uh, infuriating. (laughs) Listen to this. I didn't edit that. That really happened on their show. (laughs) All right. right. Getting back to uh, H3. Sorry to get us uh, distracted for a second there. There's there's an ISO that I pulled out that we could have played multiple times this episode already, but I just thought this was perfect. That's a bad joke, Ethan. (laughs) There's a lot of those. Mm. It's a lot of those. Uh, talking but. to Bill Burr at one point, Ethan's lost total control of the interview. Bill's just had it. And uh, he also had a zillion kids, so I mean, yeah. Really? How many siblings many? do you have? I don't know, dude. The internet's too fucking weird to give out all that information. Oh, you don't uh, even want to say really? how many because you're afraid that it will yeah, not by compromise all means, keep your talking privacy. about it. Is there anybody you can cut this out? <laughs> I'm honest, dude. Like, Seriously? Yeah, no, dude. I, yeah, there's fucking lunatics out there. Okay. Well, Off the air. Off the air, I'll tell you. <laughs> all right. Jeez. I love how surprised he is. That was a real uncomfortable moment. It is, but you know, Carl, people don't get that. For some reason, most people don't understand why you wouldn't want to talk about your personal life. I know you have a pet peeve about that anyway, where people talk about themselves too much. Well, Bill Burr, it's fine because Bill Burr is a famous person that people really enjoy his work. I don't like podcasters who think they're famous because of their podcast. Yeah, talking, they, they, talking about no, themselves. You're talking about people talking about their mundane lives. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, today I went to Starbucks and this happens. Right. But people also don't get that thing where you don't want to talk about your family members, your actual private life. Like, Bill Burr has his skits and his bits and his anecdotes that he tells in a funny way. But then there's also the real Bill Burr with a real wife and real siblings that he doesn't want to... He doesn't want to name their names to you. And people don't get this for some reasons. I, I get that shit a lot, too, uh, on our podcast. Like, hey, why don't, why don't you ever mention your girlfriend? Because 10 years from now, I don't want her getting in trouble for something I tweeted. Yeah. Right? Or, or, harassed, by, or harassed by assholes. I'll take the harassment. Yeah. I don't need the people on the show or my family to take the harassment. Exactly. Uh, what else do you have from, uh, from our friends at, at H3? Um, well, I, I clipped this thing about David Cross because I have a chip on my shoulder about that douchebag. <laughs> okay. If you want to play uh, clip eight, 16. And there was like 12 drunk hipsters in the audience. And one of them was David Cross. And he was like, you guys are rad. Come uh, open for our thing. We do a thing called Mr. Show Live. Yeah, this is... Jack Black talking about how David Cross thinks he's cool. David Cross, just to give you a reference point, recommended we watch Hannah Gadsby's 
Nanette on Netflix. Have you seen this, Carl? <laughs> I have not, no. Oh my god. Carl, it, it's so bad. This woman's comedy is so bad that it's actually been... They had to come up with a whole new category of comedy called post-comedy, which is comedy that's not supposed to be funny. Like Even the people who are on her side had to admit, okay, this isn't funny, but comedy isn't really supposed to be about laughs anyway. Oh, I did so, hear about this. This is, yeah, explain, what's this woman's affliction? She has something going on, right? Well, her, she doesn't have an affliction. She's just gay and she doesn't want to shut the fuck up about uh, it. Oh, okay. Every single review of her Netflix show is that it is unfunny even compared to a TED Talk. <laughs> it's literally just her standing in the middle of the stage talking about being gay for two and a half hours or something and they edit in this sitcom laughter which dies down immediately they fade it out they they give it like a 0.2 millisecond fade out that's awesome because of course nobody's laughing because this woman isn't doing comedy she's just telling these sad <laughs> anecdotes of <laughs> one time yeah, they, there's none of that in her show. <laughs> it just hurt. Like, oh, my mom, she really didn't like me coming out as gay. And then, but there's no punchline. It's just that. It's her talking about being a sad gay lesbian dyke or something. Right. But David, and, David Cross has got this thing going where he's so far left that he has to think that that's a great show. Yeah, exactly. Which I don't... Uh, I'm always remiss of putting things that way because I don't want to get political myself. But yeah, yeah if you go on David, David Cross's Twitter, it's this deranged, everything is about Trump, yeah. which is usually if you have a guest, you do some, you know, you do your research, you look them up. And yeah, you know, people in Hollywood, they usually lean left. And if you go on their Twitter, you scroll down, maybe it's some cooking recipe, maybe it's a cute pet photo, and then something about how Republicans <laughs> like sucking the blood of babies. But right. David Cross's Twitter <laughs> is exclusively just him deranged these ramblings about the president right now, which again, whatever, but he was just such a douche on our shorts. That's why I hate him mostly. And I he recommended Nanette and I just sat down and watched that piece of shit. It was such a bad show. I think maybe he was fucking with you. Maybe he recommended that so you would waste your time. No, he's a fucking loser. That's <laughs> why. He, David Cross, when we had him on, he's... David Cross used to be washed up 10 years ago. When when I was like, I don't know, 17 years old and I was one of those edgy atheist kids. Like, oh, Jesus couldn't have walked on water. That's silly. Yeah. He had this bit going around about how the Bible was rewritten and the re-rewritten. And even then he wouldn't get a lot of use. Even then he was an old washed up loser. But the boys, they got so excited to have this asshole on. <laughs> They were they were genuinely giddy, right? And then this douchebag calls in on his phone because, like I said earlier, the, his manager told him to. He said, "Hey, you got to promote your stuff on this." But that's the problem with these guys. Some of them think they're just still way better than the YouTube crowd, yeah. which sometimes can be true. But listen, buddy, if you were that much better, you wouldn't be doing the show, would you? Well, right? I, I do want to say, David Cross. Arrested Development and Mr. Show are two things I enjoyed a ton. So David Cross has some merit. I don't know about his stand-up. It gets very political, and it's not my favorite thing. But I thought Mr. Show was a great sketch comedy show. But this is going back to the 90s. So to your point, this this was a long time ago that uh, he was relevant. Yeah, yeah. I mean, again, nothing against his work. But if you're doing a podcast, if we're going to talk about doing podcasting and how somebody like Ethan, he's out of his league... Well, if he's out of his league, 
Well, you know, you kind of have to move into his league if you're promoting your shit too. Yeah. Okay. Don't talk down to people. Don't be a douchebag. We've had much bigger people on than David Cross. I don't know if you know who Notch is. Sure. Do you know the? Yeah, the guy who sold Minecraft, a literal billionaire. Yeah. Not one of the nicest people I've ever talked to. The dude actually sat down like 40 minutes to an hour in our text chats and as we were troubleshooting his mic. Like this guy's time is worth more than anybody's. Right. Right. This guy's rich. He doesn't fucking need our he doesn't need exposure. And when somebody like that treats us with respect and then David Cross comes along, he's like, Oh, I'm gonna walk my dog, by the way. Ah, fuck you. <laughs> That was one of the funniest things. I'm so glad I found that episode and yeah. clipped that because it couldn't have been a bigger fuck you to you guys. And it sucked because was it Andrew who did the introduction? I I don't remember. I don't remember. But it sucked because the poor guy flubs it terribly. And David Cross already doesn't give a shit. And then as soon as that happens, he's like, all right, I'm really wasting my time here. I'm going to walk my dog. That was so yeah. fucked up. Yeah. Uh, all right. Getting back to H three, uh, but this, but this is again. <laughs> I think that you kind of, um, when when you reviewed our review of your show, you talked well, about. Well, it wasn't a review as much as know you. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, it was a little butt hurt. I'll admit. <laughs> <laughs> you guys had an awesome sense of humor about it, which I love. Yeah. And uh, I've had a few few co hosts. From shows who I've roasted, like Who's Right and The Dick Show. And like I love the fact that you guys are in on the fact this is just a roast and I expect it right back. And it's all fun and games. No one's getting hurt here. But I thought you guys, um, fuck, what was I talking about? What the fuck am I even talking about right now? There was something you guys, um, you, something you guys said on your show about us that I enjoyed, but I don't remember what it was now. Yeah, oh, well, you... our review of your review. But I'll say, though, you, the kind of stuff that you do and also Dick does is... It's like the last vestiges, the last uh, generation of comedy that I grew up watching, basically, because I grew up in, you know, Turkey. And when I was trying to learn English, I would watch all of these English comedians, uh, English speaking comedians like George Carlin, Doug Stanhope, David yeah. Tell. And it just it was this unapologetic comedy. There wasn't even the expectation that they would have to apologize for anything that they said. It was a roast. It's weird. It's it. weird when I watch these YouTubers, how cautious everybody is. Oh, like do you, yeah. this is an entertainment show. It's okay. You can say things that are controversial. You can be provocative. That's that's what people used to like, and now you can't do any of that. No. But I was gonna say no. um, the thing that I I, I remembered um, when you were talking about in defending yourself about interviewing people. And, and I don't think this was you talking, but saying, you know, it's, it's difficult. You get a celebrity on and H three gets a lot of shit for this because they have a hard time with it. This is what this guy's job is now yeah. for whatever reason, even though he obviously shouldn't be interviewing celebrities for all the reasons <laughs> that we've documented for the past hour, this is his job. He needs to get good at it at some point. If this is what he's going to do, interview celebrities. Yeah, you're right. I mean, if you're going to do this, get better at it. Right. Take right. whatever. If you're going to, if you have to calm down to have some, have a beer, have a beer or two. I don't know. Okay. What else do you have about uh, H3 before we move on here? I, I think that's it. It just, I have a, 
it's mostly about Jack Black because I just hate him so much. I ended God. up hating him towards the end because he's such a douche. Ethan, by comparison, he made Ethan look like such a humble, nice person because his douchebag just came on there like, yeah, I'm too edgy for everybody. And yeah, you know, if you want to see our edgy show, that's too hot for YouTube because nobody else wanted it because we're too cool for Hollywood. Oh, I have a clip about him flubbing trying to explain why there's nothing wrong with him sending his kids to a private school which there isn't of right. course not but he's so awkward about everything like he he sends his kids to the synagogue but he has to rationalize it and he has to come up with excuses why as if there's something wrong with being part of a religious community yeah he sends his kids to a private school and he has to make excuses for why because of course he's trying to look woke you know he doesn't believe in god he he yeah he wouldn't never be the beneficiary of millions of dollars of wealth. Yes, he wouldn't send his kid to a private school. So I, I just have that clip, uh, clip fifteen, is him explaining the that. Yeah, I love these celebrities who are embarrassed that they're successful. Like, dude, it's fine. No one's upset with you. You have enough money to send your kids to private school. It's okay. Yeah, it's not just embarrassment. <laughs> that the whole Judaism thing was really weird because you can't have it both ways. You can't both say that. The Book of Mormon is this super edgy thing because criticizing religion is a taboo. Yeah. And then also acts like being religious is also a taboo and trying to fumble around for explanations for why you wanted to send your kids to synagogue. Who gives a shit? All right, send let, me, them. let me play this clip. Well, what's wrong with public? Well, what's, what's tell me wrong about with the, public school? Yeah, I'm curious. Um, it doesn't feel like our society puts enough energy towards public education. Well, there are So tragically, I feel like even though it's not fair, I feel like I have to use the resources that 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 we have at our disposal to give our our kids the best possible education. And that unfortunately does not include public school at this time mm -hmm. in right. our well, neighborhood. Well, sure. Oh jeez. It's so awkward. painful. Yeah, it's so yeah. awkward. You're it's, rich. It's fine. It's it. All rich people send their kids to private school. You all do it. It's fine. <laughs> uh, all, all right. right. You ready to move on? Oh, sure. Let's let's move on. The last thing I want to say about Ethan Klein and the H3 podcast and H3 H3 Productions is when I was doing my research, I found out because he pulls clips from other shows that he was sued at one point. And yes, he won a lawsuit over the, the fair use clause of the copyright law, which for me personally, I was excited about. I'm a champion of fair use. You can pull clips from other people's work in uh, when you're critiquing it, or if you're turning it into comedy, there, there are reasons why you can do that. Um, so I was really happy to hear that he- That was a- uh... That was a big one. It set a precedent. Yeah. Yes. I'm also a free speech fetishist because you know, I've never really had it yeah. having grown up in Turkey. But he, the case was that he essentially just made fun of another YouTuber and the YouTuber kept copy striking him and suing him, I think. Yes. It was a, you know, a Maddox versus Dick Masterson case, essentially. And well, he won that case. And it set the precedent because before that... Nobody had won a case like that about fair use on YouTube. So that was a big deal. It's huge. And obviously Maddox versus Dick is, is a bigger deal. But to me, it's more about <clears throat> who are these podcasts versus The Vanished. Because the, yeah. the hosts of that show <laughs> did threaten legal action against me. 
And I'm I'm really glad to hear that that would have gone nowhere for her. I mean, I don't want to I don't want to get sued because I don't want to pay for all that bullshit. But I've been asked many many times over the over the past year or so for episode 88, the the show that we took off the internet. Yeah, I fast you. Yeah, the only person who I've sent it to is you. Yeah, you thanks. reached out to me and said I I want to hear this episode 88. <laughs> And uh, because you're a celebrity, I sent you that uh, that episode. Celebrity. <laughs> That's very generous. I sent you that episode. But I, I want to say that it, it, And when I went back and I found it and I, I pulled it for you, I, I listened to the first 20 minutes or so, and I, I remembered it being not a great show. And then I was listening back to it. And I'm like, oh, this is actually kind of funny. I mean, the subject no, matter I is really not funny. Like oh, good. Okay. Well, here's what I've decided. I'm going to do something. We don't have a Patreon so I can't like put it behind the paywall or something, but here's what I'm going to do. If you purchase, who are these podcast merchandise? All you have to do is take a photo of that merchandise once you get it, uh, tweet it at us, Facebook, email, whatever you can do, and I'll shoot you a link to episode 88. So anyone who's been dying to hear that show that we took off the internet because we were threatened by uh, The Vanished, we'll, uh, we'll make that available for anyone who wants to contribute to the show. And we'd appreciate that a lot. Yeah, that's a pretty cool deal. Yeah, I mean, the, I, people I, have asked for a long time, so that, that's the first time we're making this available. What really uh, gave me the giggles is I was watching one of your more recent episodes, some an, another true crime podcast, and I went on their Twitter feed. I don't uh, know why. <laughs> and I noticed that the author of Vanished was all up in her replies, giving her advice on what to do about you. Oh, and really? Of course, the first first advice was you should sue for a copyright claim or some such <laughs> nonsense. So this, this this lady still has a vendetta out against you. So this was recently this woman still motherfucking me? Uh, I think so. Oh, Jesus uh, Christ. Honestly, I've been, all, uh, I've been all over your playlist on Spotify, so maybe it's not that recent. But uh, I appreciate that, buddy. Thank you very much. Well, let's, uh, let's take a minute to talk about uh, the sponsor of our show, and we really appreciate DeepDiscount.com. It's a great website where you'll find thousands of movies and TV shows at incredible prices. Everything on the site is discounted to low, low prices. They have, you know, I like to go back and watch TV shows. Jen from the Jingles Department was talking about how she loves news radio from the 90s. And I'll, I'll see that she's just watching this show over and over again. Isn't it better just to own it so you can watch it whenever you want? And yeah. there's, there's no worries about, can you stream it? Is it going to be edited? Are there going to be commercial interruptions or buffering? You own is it going to be region locked? Yeah, is it region locked? You own the media. You can pop it in, watch it whenever you want. I just finished reading a book called uh, Springfield Confidential, written by a guy named Mike Reese, who's been a writer on The Simpsons forever. And very fascinating, talking about behind the scenes, why shows were written the way they were, um, like the Flaming Moe's episode. This was interesting. He was talking about how Sam Simon was so pissed that Matt Groening got all of the credit for that show, that Sam Simon wrote that episode where someone else gets the credit that they thought they deserved. And that was the, the Flaming Moe's episode. Anyway, that's season three. You could buy season three. On deepdiscount.com, you can own that for yourself. But uh, it's not just 
classics. It's not just classic movies and TV shows. They also have new releases. Out this week is Hellfest. You can get that on Blu-ray, which it's marked down. They also have uh, Mid-90s, which is a Jonah Hill movie that's coming out this week. I heard Jonah Hill on Howard Stern talking about this. He, he wrote and directed this movie about these uh, skateboarders, skateboarder kids from uh, the mid-90s. And it's gotten rave reviews from uh, all of the different uh, movie, what do, you, what do you call those things that people go to with their movies? Movie festival? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm so bad at this. I don't know what you call those things, but it's gotten, so it's gotten rave yeah. reviews. For movie festivals. Uh, so you can get uh, the new releases. You can pick up your old favorites. There are thousands and thousands of titles available on deep discount for deeply discounted prices. Um, please support our sponsor. Watch what you want, when you want. Go to whoarethese.com. You can click the link right on our homepage or our about page. And that way they know that uh, we sent you over there. And Kaya, we always end our deep discount reads with, uh, with this little gem. Thank you, Deep Discount. Thank you, Deep Discounts. <laughs> they have deals on Attack on Titan merch. So you can go get that, young beautiful, people. Beautiful, beautiful. Thank you. I need your. I need you to speak to the kids out there for me. <laughs> I can do that. Yeah. Wow. They have a bunch of anime stuff. Sweet. So so uh, check that out because Kaya sent you. Remember that. Um, all right. <laughs> exactly. I, I want to just uh, play a couple things here real quick. First off, there's a podcast that I'm a, a huge fan of called No Agenda. They have hosts John C. Dvorak and Adam Curry. And on a recent episode, John C. Dvorak talked about uh, who are these podcasts in a very favorable light. So I want to play that for you real quick. Who are your podcasts or who are these podcasts, Uh which is really, really, really. I think it's a very interesting podcast to listen to, especially when they go after someone. And, Uh, and, And who does this this podcast? This, these guys, they do this. It's called a, we were highlighted. Oh, that's right. Right, 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 right. I think yeah, you were talking and, and about should, People yeah. should look it up as who are these podcasts. And it's a podcast review. It's a podcast review, Excellent. which is something that I ended up doing and it didn't seem like it was going to work out. No. Because we really have nothing good to say about anything. <laughs> that was the problem. The problem is it sounded like two podcasters <laughs> two making fun of podcasters. <laughs> two old white podcast douches. Yeah, no good. Yeah, yeah it wasn't going to yeah. work. No. So these guys have taken the role, and they sound like the douches instead of us. But I'm telling you, it's <laughs> definitely worth listening to. Okay. Quite, yes. Some of it's quite hilarious. That is uh, John C. Dvorak, who actually tweeted at us when we put out our Amy Schumer episode. He tweeted about that. And I'm a huge John C. Dvorak fan. He's been a technology writer at PC Magazine and a bunch of different publications for uh, decades now. So very cool to hear that from uh, John C. Dvorak. Maybe we'll have him co-host a show one of these days. That would be cool. He he could be the the old white man making fun of uh, asshole podcasters. Uh, I mean, it's usually two old white men making fun of podcasts. It turns out it works. <laughs> it's a formula that's tried and true. Why <laughs> break the formula? That too. You know, this podcast idea, when I first, I heard about your show from Dick, uh, yeah. Dick's show for yeah. the first time. And immediately just, you know, when you hear an idea and you go, oh, fuck, I should have thought of that. <laughs> Which you. is 
I both love your show, but at the same time, I hope you die in a car crash someday so I can just take over. Well, Kaya, rather than do that, why don't you just come out and co-host the show with me more often? <laughs> I would love to. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> like an apprenticeship. Yeah, I'll, t- I'll, t- I'll show you the ropes. <laughs> I think you got this down, man. I, don't, I think you're going to pass me by very quickly. Speaking oh. of the official podcast, oh, which no. is co-hosted by my buddy Kaya, you guys were talking about Flat Earthers the other day. Oh, yeah. Which is awesome because that was a topic of conversation that we had when I was on the show. And that, that came back up again. Um, we were getting Jackson up to speed because he decided to sleep in mm-hmm. when I was on your show. Yeah. Totally missed it. Uh, but this is just a uh, – uh, well, first off, thank you because you brought up the fact that, you know, we talked about this with Carl. And then after we had that conversation, you went off and did a bunch of research on what these people actually believe. And I think you were – dumbfounded by what you found yeah i looked it up i even did more (laughs) research after that episode turns out there's i don't know if you know this but on youtube you can find a lot of obscure documentaries made by complete nobodies on channels that have like two subscribers and three views (laughs) but they're these documentaries that are four hours long they spend months on this shit yeah about (laughs) and it's the most conspiratorial like how hitler was the real victim how (laughs) Turns out the that the flat Earth realm is split in two. These people are split into the flat Earth, which is a natural flat Earth that exists, and also the the people who believe that we're actually living on a flat Earth that is under a dome. They think that there are these creatures or beings called the dome builders who built this dome around us, like in the Simpsons movie. Yeah, and we're basically just prisoners in it. This was fascinating. I just had this three-hour documentary on the side, listening to these idiots. It's it's weird when you get so deep into something that you think that other people who believe that Earth is flat are crazy because they don't even believe that there's a dome around it as well. That that's insane. Yeah. That, that you've gotten you. <laughs> the one thing I have to call you guys out on, though, is that you brought up that the, there's the flat Earth, and then I can't remember who said it, but one of you guys said, and all the other planets are flat, too. They just happen to be facing us. So they look <laughs> they look around. That's I don't think that's what flat Earthers think. I think flat Earthers are kind of um, uh, religious people who think that everything revolves around the Earth, and that's why our planet is flat, even though everything else is round. Yeah, see, that's where the opinions okay. are, are split, apparently, because the people who believe in the dome builders think that literally everything that you see in the night sky is a projection or a oh. fake fakery, much like... Um, that's, even a, that's even a third thing, then. Third? Yeah, because you got, no. you got, you got the, the other planets are round, the other planets are all flat but facing us, oh. and then this is one where it's like there aren't even other planets. We're just pretending yeah, maybe, that there yeah. are... <laughs> I mean, these people basically think we all live in this gigantic Truman Show yes. world, and they want to discover how it's going to work. It's, it's something. Yeah, I recommend you. I, I think the documentary I watched is on YouTube. It's called Under the Dome. Okay. And when I say documentary, it's some creep with his <laughs> Windows Movie Maker who made this three-hour-long documentary talking shit about Einstein for being a Jew. But it's entertaining nonetheless. Well, I will definitely have to check that out on your suggestion. I hope it's not as bad as that uh, stand-up special that David Cross suggested. Oh, fuck that. Yeah, no, you should review that. <laughs> I, Sit down. I, I know it's not exactly a podcast, but my God. That's why we own 
whoarethese.com because we thought it doesn't have to be podcasts. We could review all sorts of different ah. things. So, yeah, I'm, I'm all Perfect. for that. Yeah. Uh, this is just a quick clip of you guys on the official podcast talking about our buddy from uh, Ancient Aliens. You oh. just reminded me, have you seen Ancient Aliens at all? Like, actually watched it? No, I, I oh, My dad man. loves no, I, that show. Oh, I know, I know Carl, Carl, I, Carl, I know Carl said uh, I sound like that guy, but that's it. I've, all right, so I wanted to, since you haven't heard this guy from the Ancient Aliens, I wanted to pull a couple clips for you, Kaya. This oh, is thanks. this is gonna get weird. People aren't gonna know who's saying what here. It's gonna get a little bit awkward. <laughs> this is this is Giorgio Sukalos, and he was on the Joe Rogan Experience uh, years ago. And this is Giorgio talking about well alien shit. Allegedly, there was a UFO crash or some type of a crash in 1946, 1947, and the next day when the newspaper reported something. Uh, they said that a flying saucer, a flying disc, had crashed there with the potential of, you know, one living body out of the three. And uh, three days later, there was a retraction of that story where the government then told the Roswell newspaper there, you have to uh, print this story that no flying saucer crashed, but a weather balloon, and it was only military testing. So I don't know if you hear... The resemblance. He talks a little crazier ah. when he's on his show. A little bit. A little bit. Okay. But I, also, I, I try to avoid my own voice wherever possible. How is that possible? This is, you do this for a living. You're on a podcast. You're on YouTube. Yeah. And well, you may have noticed we don't edit very much. I actually, <laughs> says, I was actually impressed. a lot of listening back. I was actually impressed with how quickly you edited the show that I was on with you guys. You had it out. Yeah, you must not have listened to the whole thing because you had it out within minutes. No, yeah. Are you kidding? We just sync it up. We sync the clap sync and yep. out it goes. Out it goes. <laughs> slap a compressor on it. <laughs> sometimes, I mean, the boys, you know, they, they sometimes will edit out things if I say something too risky. But that's about it. That seems to be your complaint all the time is they don't want anything controversial. And you're like, fuck it. Who cares? We can be controversial. Well, yeah. I mean, you're preaching to the choir. Yep. But the thing is, it's not just it's even more so when you have on a YouTuber guest who are all like you said, you know, their usual material will always be scripted stuff that they do on their channel. And all yeah. of a sudden you put them in front of a microphone in front of three other guys in a live setting where they don't have this pre-written script. And, you know, they flub. We had to cancel an entire episode because one guy was just so fucking bad at it. Really? Yeah, and if you, I don't want to name him. No, you don't have to never name named him. him because we don't want to shame him. But no. when you watch this guy's videos, he has hundreds of thousands of views. He roasts other people much like you do. He has these amazing one-liners. He's great at these comebacks and such. But then when you talk to him, you realize, oh shit, all of this is fake. It's fakery. Interesting. When we, after we had him on, he literally started editing his own audio re-recording certain lines and sending them back to us to replace them. In the <laughs> that's not how that works. You can't. That's <laughs> yeah. funny. Yeah, I'm going to punch up this episode and make me way funnier than you. Uh, real quick, I want to play a voicemail. Uh, we had some fun voicemails last week. This is not as much fun, uh, but this is another thing that you can do when you call our show. Fuck you. <laughs> so I'm guessing that's... Uh, a friend of the, this could get awkward uh, podcast. 
Uh, yeah, that, that's always very brave. Yeah, I know. Call a fuck you and then hang up real quick. <laughs> but whatever, it's all it's all good. It's, it's just the calling equivalent of throwing a snowball at someone's window. <laughs> yeah, chucking it's... a rock off of the bridge. Yeah. And then running. Um, all right. This is, we got to keep things moving here. Kai, I mm. really appreciate your yeah. time. You, you said you had some comments, I think, to read. I do, but before we do that, it's everyone's favorite segment. Oh. Opie Radio. I love that you're trying to keep me on task. I really appreciate that. <laughs> Honestly, I have fucked that up before where I just forget to do what I'm supposed to do. And that makes me very happy that you're like, yeah, hey, I remember Kyle, you teased this thing earlier. Oh, yeah, yeah. Before we get into that, I can't imagine you know a lot about Opie from the Opie and Anthony show. Not a whole lot, no. Besides that, you have a hate boner for him. <laughs> That's well put. <laughs> I mean, English isn't even your first language, and you've summed this up better than anyone else. So I don't want to spend a ton of time on Opie, but he did this thing recently. He came to Rochester, which is my hometown, and he did a podcast from a couple different restaurants. And then they put out a new episode January 3rd, or maybe it was even more recently than that, where they just pulled a clip from one of his other episodes that they thought was really important. And they wanted to put it out there. It's like a 14-minute long podcast because, as uh, the producer Joey says, this is the clip that everyone's talking about. This is the big thing that's going on. So let me set the scene here. You got Opie with Carl Ruiz. They're with Brother Weez, who's a local radio host here in Rochester. The three of them are standing at this Christmas party. It's like an, an event at this high-end restaurant. There's a live jazz band playing in the background. And this woman comes up and says this. Please, I'm going on your radio show because I have something really big going on, so I'll have to tell you. you. I can't tell you about it now. Tell them. Tell us. No, I can't. Tell them. Tell us. <laughs> this is just a small podcast, right? Yeah. Just going all over the world. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we don't have a lot of people listening. Tell us. A couple hundred thousand? What are you worried about? Uh, okay, I'll just give you a hint. It's about the sex abuse scandal in the Diocese of Rochester. Please. Fun. Yeah, I know. It's the first <laughs> thing I thought was that we're going to put out this 14-minute clip that's already been put out because everyone needs to hear this. This is like supposed to be a comedy show. This woman says, I got this story. I, I got to tell you on your show, Weez. I can't talk about it now. It's about this sex scandal. It's like, oh, fuck. And if I'm, you know, I'm Opie. I'm going, all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk to, the, talk to Weez about that. Nice to see it. Take it easy. But no, they have to try to pry it out of her. And uh, it turns into... This clip. So Wait, anyway, I've got this. I've got her. this thing that happened with to me. you. Yes, many when I was little, many years ago. But, but I, I thought they only went. Me went, too. I thought they only went with the boys. Yeah. I swear. Okay, to God. I'll tell you what happened because it's the. It's like setting a precedent in the world. It's um. A nun. I was sexually abused by a nun. No. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So hot. Oh. <laughs> what? Did you hear Did what? I want to just say that's so hot. That was Opie. The fucking idiot goes, that's so hot. <laughs> Sexual he, abuse by a nun. Does, does he realize that she's talking about when she was a little child, presumably? Well, first off, 
sexual abuse usually means there's a minor involved. Secondly, yeah. she did say when I was little, and fucking idiot goes, that's so hot. <laughs> this isn't a fucking lesbian scene, you idiot. This is a crime. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. So right yeah. after that, right after that, she explains how old she was. And listen to this fucking response. And then I went into detail about what happened to me. How old were you? I was 12. 12. 11, almost 12. And so... There go the jokes. They did... So Opie goes, oh, you were 11 years old? Well, there go the jokes then. What? Mm -hmm. At what age was this going to be hilarious banter? What what were you hoping was going to happen here? Yeah, there's no cutoff if you're going to do black comedy, dark comedy. <laughs> you got to have to make fun of it either way. It doesn't matter if it's a baby. Either make fun of it or don't, but there's no cutoff. You can't just go, oh, did you hit puberty? Then it was fine and funny. I just love that he had no idea she was going to be underage. Wait, how old were you? Oh, I was 11 going on 12. Oh, well, then this isn't funny at all. Yeah, no shit. She said she was sexually abused by a nun, you idiot. They put this out again on purpose. It makes him look like an idiot. Anyway, uh, so this is the clip where um, she explains that she's giving them a great scoop. She has not gone public with this. This is the first time she's talking about it on OP Radio. So in the investigation, this is, you, you guys, this is a hot thing that you're getting before yeah. anybody. Scoop. This um, nun. Oh, fucking Carl Ruiz has to call it a scooparoo. I mean, I don't want to sound insensitive, but who gives a shit? Like, is she gonna tr is she gonna me too a nun who's probably dead by now? Oh yeah, this this is going back to the '80s. We're talking about this woman. They, it comes out that she's in a home with dementia. Like, okay, yeah, what what, what kind of justice is gonna be served here? But I was so yeah, pissed. I was so pissed. The Carl says scooparoo, and this woman has to <laughs> trample all over it with the word nun. Here's the ISO. Nun. Nun. Oh, scooparoo. They can't they can't stop themselves. <laughs> All right, and then Opie says this, which is just retarded. So when did you go public with this? With the email? I have not. This is the first time I've spoken public. <laughs> when did you go public with this? Remember the scooparoo we were just talking about, Opie? <laughs> oh no, okay. It's I recognize that. Uh, he's drunk. That's just being shit faced. Oh baby. That's uh, eight shots in. Give him the benefit of the doubt. Hey, when did you go public with this? Right fucking... When does your podcast come out? Because that's when I'm going public with it, you fucking idiot. I, I just I mean, explained that. It's not even the benefit of the doubt. It's, <laughs> it goes back to what you said 100 episodes ago. Don't drink and podcast yeah. at the same time. At least don't drink that much because you're going to make an ass out of yourself. I know from personal experience. There, There is a some... sweet spot, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, just get a little buzz and then that's fine but once you're in too much you're you're gonna be the only one who's having fun and everything only makes sense to you that's a bad time well and opie goes back he explains that he spends hours with joey editing these podcasts that can't possibly be true because no you would take this stuff out that makes you seem like a total douche i would no, think no that that's something that podcasters and people who make any type of content generally say when they want to sound like they're busy or like they're working a lot because <laughs> right. they, they, there's this ingrained guilt almost because you know there's some poor schmuck working at the conveyor belt listening to your podcasts right who's who has to get up at 5 or 6 a.m to get to a shitty job 
working for a shitty boss and you feel guilty because you're a life, you're a millionaire who goes to bars and drinks and makes money with a zoom recorder. So you have to, you have to throw in that little tidbit about how you also, you know, you're breaking your back and sweating, editing this podcast. You're working just as much as a blue collar. No, they don't do dick. Check out the big brain on bread. Dude, I think you just nailed it just now. That's, that's impressive. You uh, definitely understand the psychosis that is, Greg Opie Hughes. Uh, Just a couple more (laughs) clips from this show. I told my mother a little bit, but I didn't tell her the whole story. So my mother wrote letters to the diocese, to the mother house, to everyone trying to get this nun removed. And it was ignored. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I I didn't think that was funny at all. I don't know why those women from this could get awkward or laughing at that. Opie then asks the world's dumbest question. That's yeah. unbelievable. So I know. So it's when, really when you were twelve, up. why were you scared to uh, tell your mom? Thank you when you're twelve. <laughs> Even Weez goes, Minga, she's twelve years old, Opie. What did you want her to do? She was molested by a nun at school. Yeah. And Opie's like, So what's your fucking problem? Why didn't you say something to somebody? You're gonna be scared of a nun from everything that I've seen from American movies. You have to be scared of nuns, <laughs> yes. regardless of whether or not they abuse you sexually, let alone if they rape you. They're the ones who have all the rulers. Of course, you're afraid of nuns. Yeah. Uh, so Opie says that, and immediately Weez shames him. So he tries to cover up that terrible question by saying this, but I'm not buying it. I think I know the answer, obviously, but I want to hear it from you. I think I know the answer, obviously. I just wanted you to say it. That's a terrible question to ask a uh, a, vic- a tween victim. <laughs> Why didn't you tell someone? Yeah, this, that, that is just a great school combat. I know it. I just wanted to see if you knew. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fucking Opie. He is the gift that keeps on giving. You got to love it. <laughs> um, all right. I, I will get into more about Opie's adventures in Rochester and hanging out at Mama San's and hanging out with Wee's and stuff, but uh, we'll save that for another time because Kaya doesn't give a shit about this. Kaya's got better Man, things to do. No, I like your passion. I like the Opie segments. <laughs> oh, it, thanks, it's buddy. growing on me, even though I, I, you know, these losers are way before it's, my time. It's fascinating, isn't it? It's fascinating that this is a show. He, but you didn't make a mistake, though. You called it everybody's favorite segment when everybody's favorite segment oh. is the preview. Everyone's favorite segment is... <laughs> Shit, thank you for calling me on that. Uh, but before we get to everyone's favorite segment, <laughs> I do want to read a couple of new reviews that came in. I decided to look at... I always read the ones from the United States. And if you go on iTunes, you can change which country you're looking at. And we get really? reviews from all sorts of different countries. Well, I, I looked at Canada. I, I, I know that there's reviews in Australia <laughs> and England and stuff, but I looked at Canada. And I got this one from back in October. It says, uh, how rude. And it says, uh, as a podcast fi- fan, I find this show disgusting and mean-spirited. Kuzaroo, five stars. No. So the Canadians get it. We appreciate that. That's, that's nice. That's nice. This is one that just came in on January 1st. Kazaroo Carl. Like, I'm excited, like, for these guys to join, like, Westwood One and the, like, <laughs> OP Radio Network. Now I'm off to, like, get, uh, like, Drinky Poo 
five stars from Natty uh, Bo NJ, New Jersey. Thank you very much, Natty Bo. Uh, this podcast is a disaster. This came in on December 31st. Have you ever listened to the OP Radio podcast? Pure garbage. Thank goodness for WATP. Pure greatness. So that was a little bit of a weird one. The subject line made it seem like it was going to be worse than the description is. That's good. I'm, I'm glad you're getting a little bit of positivity after the <laughs> avalanche of official oh fans. Oh my gosh, we got, yeah, we, your fans <laughs> really shit on us hard. They were not, they were not loving it. Uh, all right, here's one that says, uh, Opie living rent-free in their heads. It's glaringly obvious the Cuzaroos want to be picked up by Compound Media. How did that work out for Gavin McGinnis? Hint, FBI terror watch list. And that's a three-star uh, review, which is confusing. Okay, I mean, Gavin McGinnis is, he has a gang of people going around assaulting people. That's not really the same as roasting podcasts. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, a, it's a little bit different than the Proud Boys. We're just making fun of podcasters. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, this, is a good, this is a fun one. Uh, from uh, Craig back on December 30th, he says, Who's, who listens to this garbage? Sam Robertson acknowledged my podcast, so I'm going to whine about it. And he does a podcast about wrestling, LOL. Who watches wrestling? That's a quote from Carl. Uh, you're desperate. You need to do a show on everyone that ignores your stupid little podcast. You're going to be doing this forever. Also, lay off the slide whistle and the did ya. You aren't Anthony <laughs> Cumia. You're just Carl. You're worse than stuttering John because you're living in someone else's glory days. Go do a dice impression, stupid. You've lingered perhaps a bit too longer. Bunch of uh, opiate Anthony references in there. That's a five-star review. So thank you, Craig. We do appreciate okay. that. Uh, I was gonna say if that was a one-star one, that that was way too long. Yeah, it's a lot. I the the one-star reviews are always the longest ones. Like why why do you have this much time to tell me how much I suck? Yeah, it's bizarre. All right, that's fun. So please give us those uh, one-star reviews and tell us to fuck off on our voicemail and all those fun things that we do appreciate. As uh, I, I think you fun meant banter. to say five-star. Yeah, five-star. Did I say one-star? Yeah, I think God so. Damn, I'm not good at doing these two hour long podcasts, man. It's too fucking <laughs> yeah, I was long. Say, it was, I think I drew it out a little bit too much. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're fine. Uh, so that means that it's time for everyone's favorite part of the show. Hell yeah. The teaser. Kai, do you know what this part of the show is? It's my favorite part. Yeah, but do you know what we do on this part of the show? You tease the next podcast that you will be reviewing in that's hopes a, that people subscribe. That's exactly right. Because they mm -hmm. listen to this episode and they're like, this Kaya guy is hilarious. This show oh, was yeah. really good, but I'll <laughs> probably never listen again. But then they hear this part and they go, oh, shit, they're going to be doing that show next week. I got to listen to that, too. That's how teases work, people. I don't know why I'm explaining this to you. You should know this already. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> anyway, here's a clip of the podcast that we'll be reviewing on our show next week. I think Mick should do the honors of introducing you. Mick, you should get put that on me. This podcast, dude. This podcast is brought to you by Fat.com. Oh, yeah. do that. This podcast is brought to you by Fat.com. Get thick. Get fat. Get fucked. Get fucked. Get nice big fucking ugly tits. Oh.
Kaya. Yeah. Yeah, have fun with that fan base if you thought ours was bad. That's, uh, uh, shit, fuck, uh, Sleepy Cabin? Yes, you're exactly yeah, right. Sleepy yeah. Cabin, this is the Sleepy Cast podcast, season two, episode 27, Lorancid Red Boca. This was a suggestion that came in from our buddy Fuck Rumpus, who left us four voicemails about it. I also emailed a few times. Yeah, these are old uh, Newgrounds guys. Yeah, exactly. We had one of them, um, the guy with the cleft palate, uh-huh. who has that nasal voice. Cool guys, actually. I think you might like it if you enjoy four or five, I don't know how many degenerates talking to one another. It sounds like chaos. Like frat boys. I haven't yeah. listened to the show yet, but it's not like there's a lot going on there. Probably, yeah, but you, you should brace for some one stars. <laughs> oh, yeah? These guys have a good following? Oh, yeah, of course they do, yeah. I mean, Newgrounds used to be massive, and all of these guys, yeah. they're considered to be OGs on YouTube, because YouTube, at some point, they told all animators to basically fuck off by changing the algorithm. Because these guys, they would put months of effort into a single animation that would maybe be one minute long, but YouTube doesn't reward that, so they all moved on from YouTube. But they each have a massive following still. Yeah, that's what the guy said who uh, suggested this, that all of these guys are pretty well known from their days at Newgrounds. And I remember Newgrounds Mm. very fondly when we were working at E-Bombs. It was uh, one of the other websites out there where people could just go kill a bunch of time and have a lot of fun watching videos. And they they had great work there. I'll be checking it out. Well, meaning I'll be listening to you, listening to it, so I don't (laughs) have to. Now you got me nervous about it. Now now I'm going to be kissing their ass the entire time. Like, that's kind of a funny joke, right, Andy? I liked that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck. Uh, Kaya. Thank you again yeah. so much for joining us on the show. I actually had a blast with you today. I hope you'll do it again. Yeah, Is me there... too. Thanks, man. I was a little nervous, but... Oh, stop Thank it. Thank you. Stop ah. it. Is there anything you want to uh, you want to plug? You want to talk about the official podcast or anything else you got going on? Nah. <laughs> but since I'll be, uh, I'll, I'll be sharing this episode, so if anybody's still sticking around who came from the links that I shared on Twitter or my Snapchat or something, leave Carl a five-star review and give him the meanest, most fucked up yes. review on iTunes. And I don't know if there's any other platforms that you give a shit about, but I don't know, just spam some death threats at him on Twitter. I don't know. Awesome. I, I would appreciate all of that. Thank you very much, Kaya, for joining us. And please join us again next week because it might be the episode where we find out once and for all, who are these podcasts? Sleep well, every pony. Parting in the mush pits of morning radio. And now the show is over now. <sighs> mm, okay. Great show. Good job, everybody. Great job, everyone. You're not charismatic. What? 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 That doesn't make any sense, Rick. Yeah, right. You know, who are these podcasts?
I don't know. I don't get it. Makes no sense. That's a bad joke, Ethan. <laughs> Thank you, man. I, I, like I said, I was a little nervous because I... You know we don't really do a professional show, so... <laughs> <laughs> I don't either! Something. It was so funny when Dick came out and he goes, this is the most professional podcast in there, and I'm like, no, it's not even close to that. Nah, no, it is, though. Like, you could re-release this show and call it, like, the podcasting crash course. Uh-huh. And because I... For as much as I've been listening to it, to you, it, it's been teaching me certain things, like watching how I speak and all that. <sighs> Definitely a big help, but it also it gives you a little bit of a stage fright when, you know, because on the, the official podcast, I can just drink myself blind and still put out an episode that people might <laughs> like, whereas I think, you know, you have a higher standard. It can be a problem because we nitpick at these things people say. Last week's episode, we're making fun of these women for saying, like, 200 times in 20 minutes. And as soon as I play that clip, my co-host Kevin goes, yeah, like, what were they, like, thinking? Yeah, and I'm I like, noticed. fuck! 